What's up, y'all? It's Chapel. Welcome back to Chapel's Corner. It's been a minute. I have been, not been here in a few days, and I do apologize, but I hope everybody's doing well. And it's our anniversary, y'all. Yes, y'all. It's been five months here at Chapel's Corner, and um, I'm really grateful and thankful. So, like the previous anniversary episodes, today I'm just going to run down some stats, like the top ten most play, most download episodes of all time here on Chapel's Corner. Of course, I'm going to share my thoughts. And then I wanted to talk about, I wanted to um, discuss, would you or should you warn your ex's new girlfriend, his new boo thing about him, you know, so to speak. And um, I wanted to, I guess, get some thoughts on that, share my thoughts. And of course, some thoughts of some women who have um, tried it or are contemplating it and stuff because, I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of reasons why some people might want to run down on a new woman, a new guy, but whatever, and, you know, kind of poke some holes in what's going on. Some and some of those reasons are good, you know, and then, and then and good meaning there's good intentions, meaning you're trying to save somebody from potentially making the same mistake that you made. And then some of those reasons are just bad and petty, as in, you know, maybe you don't have too much to say at all. You're just running around trying to start small fires and, like I said, poke holes in something that um, you, you, you just are jealous of, something that you don't want to happen, so to speak, because it just reminds you that you all is over and you all are done. So we'll be discussing that in the second segment of the episode. And, um, yeah, so happy anniversary, y'all. It's been five months. You should know by now that here at Chapel's Corner, we have monthly anniversaries. We do not have yearly anniversaries. I mean, when we hit a year, we will have a yearly anniversary. But the point is, tomorrow's not promised. Next year's not promised, you know. So we just have our anniversaries and celebrate the anniversaries as they come along, which is monthly. So I usually talk about the, the history, just the brief history of the show, the podcast, how it got started, and it all started May 3rd, and I celebrate the anniversary on the 3rd of every month, and that's when I did the pilot episode, which was, I think, I think I'm falling in love with my friend, and from that point on, I documented in um, numerous episodes this change that I was going through of um, first just being really good friends with a friend of mine that I went to, um, you know, practically knew my a long time, over 20 years, from going to a friendship and to developing strong feelings for them, and um, how it, those feelings just had me floored, and I didn't know what to do. I had all these feelings inside, I didn't know what to do, I didn't want to tell him too much, because I had told him enough already, it was getting weird, you know what I'm saying, he was getting scared, <laughs> I was getting scared too. I had to get control of it, I needed an outlet, you know, I don't have a lot of female friends or people that I tell my personal private matters to. And so I took to the microphone and um, now we're here. Now we're here. So you all should know, though, I mean, as a breakthrough, I've had a breakthrough. I've had a breakthrough with my crush. So you all know that I had like dreams about him in the past. And I wanted to tell him for so long. But again, things were awkward. I didn't want it to come off like, you know, like I was just saying it just to say it to get his attention and also I knew that if I told him I would have to admit that in one of those dreams he admitted to me that he had listened to my podcast and he heard everything that I had to say 
So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to say that. And then he's going to know that I'm talking about it, so I didn't say anything. But then the other day, when I tried to ask him about the dream that he had about me, that he told me he had about me, he couldn't remember. First of all, he didn't even remember that he told me that he had dreamt about me, let alone remember what the actual dream was. So that was like two, two stabs in my heart. But then, you know, after reminding him some more, he kind of remembered that he said it, but still didn't remember what um, the dream was about. And I did mention when I brought up the dream that I wanted him to know what my dream was about. Well, all of that led me sending him a link to the episode with the dream. And then, um, you know, he got to clicking and got to listening. And from, from what I know, he, he's heard some of the stuff that I had to say. And it was well received. I mean, he was flattered. He feels that I shouldn't really subject you all to to, to um, my nonsense concerning him because he says it's not topic worthy. Whatever. I told him it was topic worthy because, look, even though I think I'm falling in love with my friend, that's like number two. And every month that we do the anniversary is always like in the top three along with something else. And then I did the top ten this month and it's like other bunch of like I think how to get over your crushes in there. So I was trying to let him know that there's people out there that I'm helping Anyway, he thought it was cool. Told me to keep going. So that's that. So we're here now, five months into it, and that's how it started. And we're here at Chapel's Quanta. And I just want to thank everyone for their support, you know, from the beginning until now, especially if you've been with me through from the beginning. And no, I know it's hard to keep up with every single episode, especially if you're just coming in now. But um, if you have tuned in, support, download, if you're listening to me now, I truly appreciate you because. I can't do it without you. I mean, even if one person just showed up, I said it before in the past, and I do mean it. Even if it was one person just faithfully kept showing up, kept clicking and downloading and listening, I would show up for that person. Which is why when I haven't been here in the past few days, it kind of felt like, whatever. But yeah, so let me move on because I do want to get into this article. I'll discuss and share with you all the top... um, the top 10 downloads of all time here on Chapel's Corner. So the number one download, and um, I said this last month too, because this was definitely in the top three or top 10, is how to spot a sociopath. Followed by, I think I'm falling in love with my friend. How to spot a psychopath is third. How to get over your crush is four. Let's talk about sex and sexuality came in at five. Top six is how to get over a breakup. Seven, Chapel's thoughts about the wedding. That's the wedding that I went to with my homeboy. Eight, the generation that avoids relationships. Nine, the only dating advice you'll ever need. And 10, just say no to the booty call. So, I think it was last month or the month before that. You all were scaring me. Everyone that was like the top five had everything to do with some kind of um, spotting or dating someone with a psychological disorder. But this month, it seems to be like a little bit better. Everybody's still looking for love, I think, or dealing with somebody crazy. And y'all are definitely falling in love with your friends. That's why I feel like this podcast <laughs> gravitates to people who kind of like in my boat. And because it's now hookup culture, I feel like a lot of people kind of are single or are dating because um, even though it's not on the top 10, the next one that was coming up is really popular was like serial dating. And of course, like I said, even here, the generation 
that avoids relationships and the only dating advice you ever need. So how to get over a breakup. People are breaking up. And it's good to know that there's demisexual, um, demisexuals out there that are just like me. So, yeah. That's it, though, for Chopper's Corner. That's how that goes. So I figured, right, looking at those numbers, I said, okay, we're talking about exes here. And we're talking about breakups and all this as far as, like, the top ten downloads, which is when I decided to think of something else that I could just throw in this episode, especially since I haven't been here. And that's, um, yeah, you know, what do you do? You know, what do you do when you see your garbage ex dating someone new? You know what I'm saying? And you just, you know they're garbage, though. Like, you really know that they're trash. It's not even, like... Just that, okay, you're probably still hurt over the relationship, mm, probably that you got fooled, played, and you was you didn't stay sucker free, so you got caught up in the shit, you know what I'm saying? So you're probably still mad about that, but like, what do you do? What do you do when you just happen to, um, I don't know, be on social media, maybe you was trying to be mature and not unfriend them, and then one day when your timeline, you know, something pops up, or maybe you just so happen to have a friend of a friend of a friend who's really close friends or mutual friends with you guys, but really closer to you, and they might have seen something, so they screenshot it or just shared it with you real quick on the phone, but now you know for a fact that they're with somebody, but you know that they might not be the one for this girl. For some reason, you want to come in and intervene. Would you step in? Have you ever stepped in and intervened and said, hey, sis, you know, come over here. I got to tell you something. You know, he ain't right, boy. You got to watch out for that one because A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And if you have done it, if you've done it in the past, how has that worked out for you? You know, did the person have their um, heed, your advice, and say, you know what? I don't think it's such a good idea. I just want to see other people. Maybe they didn't tell and say, well, your ex-girlfriend happened to tell me ABCD. Or, I mean, let's, let's face it, 9 out of 10, I think the most common reaction is that the person is going to just think that you're crazy, jealous still, wanting him back, and maybe um, end up finding out the hard way, especially if what you're saying is true, find out the hard way. That um this time around is it's like it's like um same script different cast that that you were right after all so I'm gonna take a little breaky break when I come back we're gonna discuss that should you tell her would you tell her? I hear a lot of people I can hear a lot of people right now saying hell no bitch I ain't tell nobody nothing <laughs> like as for her to find out didn't nobody warn me I hear you you know I hear you and then um I also hear some of these other women in these other articles so we're going to talk about that when we come back see you after the break Chapel's Corner okay so I was thinking about it during break I was thinking about it and I said to myself would I have I ever warned anybody like a woman about like another guy and hell no bitch I ain't never one damn soul about a damn guy. Maybe because, oh, I don't know. Well, first of all, I don't really hang around too much more. Like, I really, really go into, like, trying to get over you mode. Second of all, by the time somebody starts dating somebody, I, don't, I probably, I don't know that I, I'm trying to remember the times that I was aware. Hell no. I ain't go tell nobody shit. Because guess what? Nobody came and told me nothing. And that's not why, though. <laughs> that's not really, like, the main reason. But I just don't think like that. But I'm trying to feel like... For instance, like one of my exes that I was in an abusive relationship with, I, if I, I mean, no, mm-mm, I really wouldn't. You know, I just feel like at some point nobody's going to listen to me anyway. You're going to sound like the crazy person. And unfortunately, 
maybe when I was with this bad person, maybe it was my karma, or maybe it's now for them to have their karma. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I simply know is that I am, have never been in a situation where I have, one, been approached by someone. I wish somebody would have tried to tell me about some of these niggas, but they didn't tell me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't work out that way. Maybe they couldn't get in touch with me, or maybe they couldn't find me. I find that it seems that more women try to get back with the exes um, even if you're with them, you know what I'm saying? That's what I found. I found that more women try to get back with them, even if they wasn't good. Hell, even if I found out they wasn't good for me, they knew damn well they was never good for them. It's still something about women that just want them. So I never really had anybody, even they knew the guy was jerky, and I knew the guy was a jerk, like a real super douchebag you jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nobody warns them. It's just like these dumb bitches is just trying to get back with them. Whatever. So, where are my notes? Because I do have notes on this that I that I wrote down. And then I just wanted. To, I, and then there's like one article I think that I'll share. So, oh, and then before I get into that, I got like this new craving for like Twizzlers bites. So you know when you go to the movie theaters and then like get the candy. It's overpriced, ridiculously. But if you go to like the pharmacy, CVS, Rite Aid, my local supermarket has a great candy aisle, right? And they have like the movie size kind of ones and they, it's only like a dollar sixty nine. So I don't think that's too bad compared to the price that they have at the movie theater. So I don't eat too much candy, but I was in the movie science sweet and I swung by the area and chocolate is usually the number one thing. But I have plenty of chocolate in the house as far as like Switzerland chocolate, real good chocolate. So there's no reason for me to die. And I didn't even want that. I just wanted something different. And the Twizzlers stuck out to me. Now, if you know about the Twizzlers bites, especially the movie theater ones, they look like somebody just took like a really, really, like a, like a really, really fat Twizzler, like a regular size Twizzler, but like they blew it up. Like, like, like honey, I blew up the kids. Not shrunk the kids. Honey, I blew up the kids. Well, honey, I blew up the, the Twizzler. So it looks like somebody blew up the Twizzler and then they like chopped it up into like big. So the pieces are amazing and it seems like a never ending box and also it makes my mouth happy. Isn't that what Twizzlers motto is? Twizzlers makes mouths happy. It just makes me so happy. So I've been, I've been eating a lot of them, but now I'm worried for myself because I don't know if there's like an addictive ingredient in it or something because like I just keep going in and I bought another box. Sometimes I buy two because when I get home, I'm like, you should have bought two. And then I buy two now. And then I'm afraid like maybe if I eat too much, like I'm going to get constipated or something. But we're not talking about that today. Right now we're talking about this you know, when you're, when you see your garbage ex dating someone new, like I was saying before. So when you see your garbage ex dating someone new, it can make you go through a range of emotions. So in my opinion, I feel like you either go through one or two of those emotions. Some would say three. The third emotion is the one that we're actually talking about today. All right. The reason for this discussion at all. So the first Reaction, I feel is like cry, you know, like the intense cry, anger, hurt, pain, sadness, you know, you feel like your whole world is crumbling around you just at the mere thought and the the reality. It's a reality of the fact the final nail has been hammered into the coffin of your old relationship. You all are done, stick a fork in you, you know what I mean? Usually you already knew that, but at the at the thought of somebody else coming in, you know, that's your reaction. Damn, he's dating somebody new. I'm like, wow, it's over. It's really over. She going to meet the family, all that, whatever. Two, the second reaction is that the one that I usually have, even though, like, you know, there could still be a hurting thing, like a hurting process, like you're still going through. 
like even though your your actions act as if I'm over you and I've moved on deep inside you're still kind of like still soft in some areas you still kind of got to heal a little bit the wounds are still kind of fresh yeah that kind of thing so the second <clears throat> part is this though you celebrate Okay. Some people have really been through some fuck shit with some fuck boys and they are free. I mean, like when they were free or realized they were free, when they finally realized they were free and got over this, the whole, oh, woe is me. This is me. Like, you know, I go through the whole, woe is me. I was so stupid. How could I have not seen this? Whatever. Either they might have used me, manipulated me. It doesn't matter how it ended. They were cheating. It doesn't matter what it is. But at some point, you start to realize, you start to wake up, you start to be like, man, Hell no. It's like, I know you're not crying over that because that's like to say you'd want that back and to do it twice. And it's like, even if you wanted it back, you got to realize this is how it talked to me. I'm like, you got to realize that this person was never the person that you thought you fell in love with. So whether they change or you outgrew them, they show their, show their true colors or whatever, meaning they were being just a really great actor. And then you finally woke up and smelt the coffee as to who they were, so to speak. You got to remember that you sometimes when you break up with somebody, you're, you're kind of mourning the idea of what could have been. You know what I mean? But then, like, if you think about it and you start to realize that they never were what the hell you, you know, you wanted them to be or needed them to be in the relationship for that to happen, and what, what are you crying over? So then I'd be like, it's your loss. I actually feel like there's a lot of exes that I had that um, when they moved on, like, by the time I had that realization, and it doesn't take too long for me to come to that conclusion, Good riddance, you know, good riddance. You know, that, that I have had women call me back up on the phone only because they saw him trying to reach out to me or something. And I'm like, you didn't see me call back. You didn't see me text back. I'm like, I'm not interested in, or, or my ex called me and say, oh, well, uh, this is like probably fresh after a breakup. They're talking to somebody new because, you know, men are such whores. Like they always got to be, they can't just sit down and mourn. You know what I mean? Like even if they're, they're not over you, they're still sleeping with somebody new. Um, come talk with me, talking about uh, she's going to call you, say you're my cousin. I'm like, no, I'm going to say exactly what the hell it is. I'm like, he's on my phone calling me. I don't pay attention to him. He's not my cousin. It's my ex. And I don't want anything to do with him. You don't got to worry about me. Shit, that's your problem, bitch. No disrespect to anybody. But yeah, that's your problem now. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Although I do worry. Like I had my ex with my door. And then, you know, if you're abusive, <clears throat> whenever you know you was with an abusive guy, emotionally, verbally, physically, you just know the next bitch is getting it. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. It's not funny. But there is a part of me that sometimes be like, man, I don't know. Like some people don't some people don't know what they really getting with. You know what I mean? What did you really win, so to speak? Some people so happy sometimes to break up somebody's relationship and get with someone. What did you really get? Some some people you don't know. It's like did did you really lose something? Did you really lose so much or something? Did you gain something as far as peace? Quiet. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like some kind of tranquility in your life. So, and then, like I said, there might be that third option, that third reaction. That third reaction to finding out that your um, garbage ex is dating someone new is that you want to scream at the top of your lungs at this girl. Run, run, run. Just run as fast as you can. That's all you want to shout at this woman. Because she obviously doesn't know just what in the fuck that she's getting herself into. And I know that there's a lot of women. I don't care what nobody say. Women, like, as women who know, like, come on. Men and men, they be like, okay, we going to talk man to man. But woman talking to another woman or you say woman to woman. I know, you know, like I know that women go through a certain amount of pain and abuse and stuff. Women suffer. Women suffer. I don't know one woman who will have lived on this earth who will not suffer. There's a different kind of a suffering and pain that women go through. You know what I'm saying? So 
if a woman doesn't know what the hell she's getting herself into and you know what she's getting into, I'm like, dang, it's just like, I guess if it's that bad and you know, like, for instance, some people have had mates, sadly enough, and I don't want to disturb or upset nobody, but have what, touched their children or did something like that. Maybe even put hands on their children, abused them or something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this guy came home from jail or something. You find out he's doing it again. Maybe that's her mission now to make sure that any woman, yeah, he might have it on his record, but maybe she didn't do that background check. And maybe you want to go up there. Yeah, you should say something. So it's all kind of different reasons because you're going to wonder. You're going to be like, oh, God, here he is again with another woman because he got this fetish now with women and children or something. You never know what it is. So, I mean, let's face it, though. Bottom line, there are some men out there who are worse than others. And if your ex was particularly bad, should you let his new woman know? Would it even help? And then there's like, even if you do do it, you know, are you just trying to destroy their new relationship? Because some people's mentalities are different. You might tell yourself or have convinced yourself, well, I'm just trying to help her out. I'm just trying to let her know, you know, that that he he's a dog. Bottom line, you need to be sure that the only reason you're reaching out to this new girl or woman is out of pure genuine concern for her and her well-being. Okay, maybe you know like I keep saying time and time again, that he has abusive tendencies, you know. But if there's a part of you, any part of you that's simply acting out of revenge, because people do that too. The guy could be a nice person. The girl could be a nice How many times you done got with somebody and there's a bunch of jealous people somewhere that's just mad and then they just start putting a bunch of rumors in your in your relationship and next thing you know, the person you're dating is like, oh, I heard, or they might have heard, and you're like, who told you that? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, don't listen to them, listen to me. Cause, so are there times where people so discord in between two people just because they're, they have ulterior motives, they, they, they um, want to tear them apart? I, of course, yes. You know? But if, like what I was saying is there's any part of you that's just acting out or you just want to tear them apart, you know, just, just know that um, doing things like that just to make someone else feel bad is, is unhealthy and it's no way to live your life. So... That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about single-handedly trying to manipulate someone's relationship. Okay? I mean, then you got to figure out if whatever the hell it is you're trying to tell the girl is relevant for this girl to even hear. You know what I'm saying? Well, are you just saying that um, he made you cry a lot? Don't nobody want to hear that shit. I mean, a woman probably hear you out more if you say something like he abused you. You know, he, he uh, touched your child, something like that. Or um, he stole money from you or your family. You know what I'm saying? Like something like that destroyed your property, you know what I'm saying, like, somebody will listen to something like that more than just, like, um, he gonna lie to you, you can say lie too, but, you know, women, we're women, <laughs> we've been lied to, <laughs> I'm not saying that that's, like, a deal breaker, or not a deal breaker, or it should be, or should, you know, somebody, but that's not enough, you know, you, you really gotta make sure that it's, um, so just saying he was a bad boyfriend, or he was boring, we didn't have a lot in common, you know what I'm saying, that's um, not grounds to warn the new chick. You know what I'm saying? You're just going to sound stupid or ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to take another quick break. I'm going to take another short break. I'm going to come back with an article, and then we're going to close it out. Chapel's Quarantine. Oh, my goodness. Child, I'm stretching because I'm tired. I was thinking about it some more during the break, and I decided that. Hell no, I wouldn't tell nobody nothing. Because better to you than me, bitch. I mean, no, 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 right? That's so wrong, though. That's why I'm sitting there thinking I should discuss it out with y'all. I ain't got nothing to tell nobody anyway. I could care less who would join my exes with anybody. I really, I've never, I, I mean, I can't, I'm talking about like, 
I'm trying to think of any time I ran down. No, but in my head, if I have, have I ever said, well, this bitch, what did she just get? I mean, not laughing at her because it's not funny, but at the same time, I mean, when you just run down the list of a nigga's like, and not just like, you know, they're annoying, they're boring. I mean, like real stuff that's deal breakers. That's just kind of like, I mean, hell, you might even just be looking at a smiling. Yeah, he's smiling now. Or I love the ones when you look back and you be like, why is you front like you're really happy with this nigga? Like, <laughs> like, he ain't changed, especially when you know they ain't changed. And it's just like, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But then you then you be like, man, because look, it's kind of like the one that you know is a cheating dog, right? But then, you know, if even if y'all is stalking, because I know a lot of you is stalking y'all ex's profiles, because that number, those numbers was up too. If I could have went up to the top 20, that was probably in like the top 13. It probably would have been number 11 or 12. So, I mean, but let's say you like you go up and then you see them posting, but you know for a fact, like maybe you just all live around the way, so you know sometimes she don't live out of, she live out of town or something, whatever. You just still know he is that cheating dog. Hell, maybe he's still on your phone trying to get y'all to have sex or hang out or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And he posting her. You know, you know, just like how you know you was that once that stupid bitch. Not like that, but that ignorant one who didn't know what was going on, being posted up looking like this. Meanwhile, all this stuff was going on from behind the scenes. So a lot of times, you know, that's why sometimes when you get with somebody, even me, I mean, you get with somebody, but, you know, you don't want to be looking stupid. Some people is already looking stupid, but, you know, they're looking stupid before they even have a chance to, to defend themselves and not make themselves look stupid. Actually, that's what a lot of people find out towards the end of relationships when they break up with somebody. They found out what's cheating or something is they was just running around here looking stupid the whole damn time. I mean, like, nobody wants to look stupid. For what I've worn the next bit, I mean, no, I haven't done it. Now, let's get to this article. I better you than me. Hey, my damn ass. I done paid my dues with that mofo, and I survived. I will survive. <laughs> Shoot, Gloria Gaynor, I ain't got time. Ten warning signs I'd love to give my ex's new girlfriend by Marie Robbins on bold.com. She says, after some shameless social media stalking. Oh, boy. I told y'all I'd be stalking. Yeah, we stalking. I don't judge. I'm just saying the numbers don't lie. I recently discovered that my ex is in a new relationship. They look happy and <laughs> they look happy in their pictures, and I'm generally uphashed or up wait, generally unfazed by their budding relationship. But I can't help but think about all of the things I wish I could tell her about him to warn her about what she's getting into. One, he's really reckless with money. When we're together. When we were together, my ex made it seem like he had his finances in tight order. But about a year into our relationship, it became clear to me that he only wanted uh, me to believe that. He made a decent amount living, but I came to find out that he didn't save well and bought a lot of meaningless crap. Then he ran out of money and relied on me. I want to make sure she knows that she's getting herself Um, What she's getting into on that front, money habits are really hard to change. Two, what you see isn't what you get with this guy. I mean, that's with a lot of people, you know, these days, so to speak. I want to tell her to do her due diligence. I want her to make sure she knows as much about him as possible before she really commits herself. He's good at patching up the less than desirable parts of himself to make them look better from afar. But when you step close to him, you can see through the patches into who he really is. When he was my guy, he worked hard to make me think that he was someone that he really wasn't. 
I naively believed him because I didn't want to believe he was too good to be true. So that's the other thing. Well, I mean, I say it all the time. I mean, the woman beaters and the, the emotional abusers and the um, cheaters and nobody comes in. They all say the same thing because you're always uh, they always everybody's exchanging what happened in the last relationship. Right. So everybody's already saying, well, what happened in your last relationship? He asks you. And so you're like, well, he cheated or whatever. And then the guy's like, oh, man, like. Man, you're so messed up. Like, have a good one. They always, they always talk that good shit. I can't believe you're not such a pretty girl. So intelligent, smart, beautiful. You got a lot going on for yourself. I can't believe that he would mess it up like that. Like, that was that's whack. That was um, lame. He should never do that. What a jerk. Sorry you had to go through that. All this shit, like, they're empathetic. Like, they would never be that fucking guy. Like, they've never been that fucking guy. Assholes, liars, actors, <laughs> sociopaths. And they get right in, and then they do something like that later on down the road. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not saying that they couldn't empathize with you at that moment, but there's always a freaking facade that they're trying to put on. And it's never really un- until you really, really get to know them. Or even, like they say, you still don't get to know somebody until you live with them kind of thing. Like, there's always a part of you that's always going to be... They don't come up to you and say, um, I'm a womanizer uh, at the, on the first date. They don't come and say, I'm... You know, if I get really upset with you, I might hold off and slap your ass one day. You know, they don't say things like that. So, yeah, she knows him. You know, like, if you know them well, you know, you know, the tricks that, um, you know, you could you basically see her, the new woman, as the you, the old you. You know, when you were in your victim, victim state, when you were his prey. Three, he's a self-preservationist. I want her to know that he's super selfish. He cares more about himself and the way he looks to other people on the outside than about how he makes others feel sociopath. He won't care about her the way she'll care about him. Four, you can't compete with his bad habits. He drinks too much. And when he drinks, he becomes someone that she might not know. His drinking habit was always the worst part of our relationship because multiple times a week, whenever he put a drink to his lips, he turned inward and away from me. He um, coped with stress and anxiety through alcohol, and I felt like I could never make him feel the way it made him feel, the way the alcohol made him feel. So he's an alcoholic. He got problems what he can't control, or he... Not even that. It's not that... I mean, hell, we're all alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? Like, who does... If you indulge, wino, whatever you... You know what I'm saying? And if you don't drink or whatever, I'm sorry for making that whatever. My point is, for those of us who can relate... I don't know that it's so much that she's mad that he drinks. It's so much what happens when he drinks. I guess he becomes withdrawn and he's just, um, you know, it's not healthy. Not only for him, but for the relationship. Five, he's a serial monogamous. She shouldn't be surprised um, if she shouldn't be surprised if you date him for a few years and then he dips out on you. I want her to know that she's like his ninth relationship in 15 years. So she should curb her expectations. A man like that is always looking for something in a partner that's unattainable. I tell her to carefully guard her heart. Well, damn it, bitch. If you know that she's his ninth relationship in 15 years, that would have made you, what, his eighth in 13? Well, how come them numbers she got to go pay attention to? I'm not going to lie. We all made dumb mistakes, but, I mean, um, whatever. Six, he's a lazy lover. Oh, God. Um. That's her business to find. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't got no time to warn nobody about if the sex is good or bad. I want her to, I'm sure she knows by now. I want her to know that he, if, that he expects her to put all of the work in their sexual relationship. He expects oral sex, but he won't reciprocate it. He won't work as hard as she will to make her pleasure. 
feel make her feel pleasure because the only person he's concerned about sexually is himself. Seven, he still plays video games for hours on end. Most men do. And also, I was just saying before, you really got to weigh out what the hell you feel is worth mentioning to a, a sister and what in the hell is not worth mentioning at all. And I personally don't think wanting somebody that you play mad video games, I just feel like certain things she would have found out already. What I need to tell you about the sex for? You dating him. You with him. There's a very good chance that you all suck to regular what, Whatever you know about his sexual innuendos and his mojo and all of that, that's already done. You got that um, not information already. Video games. What I'm going to sit there and want somebody that they, you know, some of the stuff I wouldn't care about. He's a lazy lover. He's a serial monogamous. I mean, I guess I, I, that's still not something that, I mean, he's a dog. That's not enough for me. Like I said, even if I was going to do it, it had to be something pretty serious. He got bad habits. Oh, half of the stuff on this list I wouldn't have, I would not roll down on nobody for. And I think that's all she got. And that's all she better got. Oh, no, she got more. He has an achievement complex. He would never admit this, but he can't stand for a woman to achieve more than him. I'd want her to know. Well, she's not going to say this. She's just saying what she'd want the woman to know. I'd want her to know that he might not be as supportive as she needs him to be of her career aspirations because he becomes super jealous of women who achieve higher than him. He can't stand it. I tell her about how unsupportive he was of my career and how he diminished my achievements. I tell her that he made me feel bad. Okay, this this sounds like nine. He doesn't know how to apologize. You know how those people, you know what? Ten, he's unwilling to deal with his emotional issues. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not reading nine and I'm not going to read ten because she's wasting her time. I'm glad that she said she's, she would tell her all this. I'm even more happier that she's not going to play herself and run down on somebody and tell them all this because this all sounds like just things that you're still thinking about. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to you know remind everybody that she started this uh, article by literally saying after some shameless social media stalking. You know. Also, people, a lot of people's reckless with money. You know, the, the thing she's saying is just like, okay, you, what you see isn't what you get. That's everybody. He's a self-preservationist. That sounds like sociopathic tendencies to me. You can't compete with his bad habits. That she brings up drinking. He's a serial monogamous. Dude, I don't, I don't know how. Do, I, you know, uh, he's a lazy. Like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like somebody runs down with me. Like, Girl, I got things to do. Are you done? Like I hear what you're saying, but I just don't feel like that. So then I went. To, this is a Cosmopolitan article. I'm not reading the article. I just wanted to read two women who shared their experiences about um, a, two, a time that somebody did try to warn them. This is, should you warn your his new girlfriend by Andy Reeves on Cosmopolitan.com. So, skipping down to Harriet 25. Harriet 25 says... When I started seeing my now ex-boyfriend, a girl messaged me to warn me about him. So this is her ex-girlfriend. She said, a girl messaged me to warn me about him. She was pretty vague, just saying that he was bad news, that I should stay away from him. I asked my boyfriend about it, and he told me that she was jealous because he had any things with her and after just a few dates. And that I shouldn't take her seriously because she was crazy. Only months later did I find out that she had severely 
been emotionally manipulated by him into a really dark place. And he had now done the same to me. I wish she had been more specific with me in her warning message. But at the same time, I don't know if I would have listened. You see, that's the thing. Some people deserve, you know, some people should know, deserve to know. But I feel like that's the kind of conversation that goes as far back as the other um, the other episode I did the other day, which I noticed a lot of these real topics, you all don't want to click on for nothing, which was should I tell my friend that she's being cheated on or whatever? And I said, and I said in the same thing, I said, you know what, you can say whatever the heck it is you want to, but you don't know that the person's going to believe you. And even if they do believe you and they run back and confront their partner, their partner has such a hold on them already and has their hooks in them so much already that they can manipulate and twist things to say whatever they want to so that at the end of the day, they're kind of now on the mend with the relationship and fixing it. And now you're kind of like looking as the one who kind of brought in this this uh, issue or or this problem that kind of almost threw them off balance, so to speak, while they're trying to get back on balance. And then you probably find your friend will start distancing yourself. Now, if you got a real friend, you know what I'm saying, like, and you're not lying to your friend and you're dead serious and y'all, y'all have a connection like that, they probably will believe you without, you know, proof or anything like that. And then you got some people who will just tell you that something like that's going on and they're lying. But my point is, I feel it's the same way. Like, yeah, of course you'd want to know that he would have did something like that to you and put you in a dark place emotionally. Because that puts you into depression. You know, now you're changing. She got changed from the person she was initially. Now she wished that she had, the girl had told her a little bit more, but she could honestly admit, would she have believed the girl? There's a good chance she wouldn't have, you know? She said, we went for our coffee after everything was over and became friends while comparing awful stories about him. Recently, we sent a message to his new girlfriend. Wow. So after that, she broke up with the guy, became friends with his ex, and then they found out that he was dating somebody else. He was dating somebody else, and now the two exes contacted the new girlfriend. Being quite clear about what he is like, and she said she appreciated the message, but is still dating him. See? Like, that's why these days I keep my mouth shut. I don't say shit <laughs> to nobody. I guess you always think you're going to be the girl who is different and changes them. Every girl does. And that's 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 my point. Because the girl before in the previous one, she said, well, he's his ninth girlfriend in 15 years. And I'm like, well, if you know the numbers like that, then I, so, assuming they was together two years or one year, that means that would have made you the eighth girlfriend between years 13 and 14. At the end of the day, you know, like, you know, you, you should have saw that as well. But a lot of times, like, you see what you want to see, and sometimes you think that you're the girl that's going to change them. So maybe she didn't see herself as being girlfriend number eight in 14 years, 13 years is a bad thing. She says, I think it's worth it to warn a woman about an abusive man, but know that they're probably still going to want to find out for themselves. That is Harriet, 25. And it says, um, one more by Lee29. I had only been seeing this guy for a week when this girl I hadn't met before came up to me in a bar. She was at university with him and asked if she could speak to him. She said she felt obliged to let me know that he was really sexist and disrespectful towards all the women in their class. I didn't know him that well, but I was still shocked. I felt confused as he has always been respectful towards me. And I kept dating him, but was on the lookout for any of this behavior. Notice she said she kept dating him. <laughs> but I'm not saying she should have stopped. That's the thing, too. What do, what do you do when you get a message like that? 
When he made a vaguely sexist remark a few days later, I pressed him about it, which led to a big argument, and we ended things. I think if this girl hadn't said something to me, I would have let the remark slide and dated a, and dated a sexist pig for way longer than one should have. So it seems as if even though she continued the relationship, she still kept it in the, um, the forefront of her mind to look out for these signs and it popped up. I mean, I guess whatever you choose to do, make sure it's, um, you have the other woman's best interest at heart if you're going to do it. Um, I would obviously at that point, you don't give a damn about what he's thinking. You're more concerned about that person. It's more of like a humanitarian aspect. A lot of people is going to question you. A lot of women will question your motives. I feel because you got to remember in the day and age that we live in, <clears throat> that's very much a chivalrous act, and chivalry is almost dead. And and nine out of ten, like there's not really while we say there's a sisterhood and this feminist thing going on, is you you rarely really see women, especially exes of a man, coming to save. I, like I said, I don't see them doing that. I mostly see them coming to try to get a, the jerk back, knowing dang on well he's a douchebag not only to her, to me, to, to his baby mama, whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy's just no good. You know, he's not good for anybody. And a, lot, and a lot of them, that's that way they look really good. So that's a lot of reason why a lot of them get to go all, you know, because they either have something really going on for themselves. I don't even know so much as this money because there's a lot of guys don't even got money like that. It's just, some, just, just that women just like the sex and they like the way they look good. But, yeah, you know, it's whatever you try to do. If you do decide to talk to this new girlfriend, you know, let her know what's up. Um, just know that it's important not to come across as patronizing because women are already on edge, like I said, about their their new boyfriend or, you know, significant other's ex. So always keep that in mind if you're going to approach her. Be kind or be condescending. And make it clear to her that you're appealing to her on a woman-to-woman and aren't in any way trying to ruin the relationship out of spite. Um, And then, you know, at that point, I feel like if you do it or if you have done it, kudos to you. You know what I'm saying? I I will let you see. Round of applause. That's a very admirable thing to do. That's being a humanitarian. That's caring. That's looking out for your fellow man, you know, your fellow sister, your brother, whatever. That's looking out for someone. And um, if they're not really well-received, what can you do? If for some reason something happens later on down the line and they learn the hard way, believe me, they'll remember that you did try to tell them. Even if you never get that memo of a thank you, I should have listened to you when you tried to warn me. And on that note, I'm going to get up out of here. It's 3.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time. It's Monday, but it's Columbus Day, so it's like a three-day weekend for a lot of people. I'll be back a little later here on Chopper's Corner. Thank you for tuning in and for supporting the podcast. It's been um, one of the best five months that I've had in my life, just being creative and just expressing myself. I feel like I got a lot off my chest. Not really as stressed as I used to be holding things in, so I appreciate y'all. See you a little later. Chopper's Corner.